<laughs> ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Friends. Ledge. Man. Just. Must read. This book. Must read. Oh, wait. I got a whole new bottle of wine. Oh! Hey. Excuse me! <laughs> I got another bottle! Just <laughs> <Choose> that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, buddy! I figured, I I figured we'd go through this wine. one, so I was like, let's get another. I love me some wine! <laughs> Jenna, on a level of one to five, how drunk are you? I am a four. <laughs> I have been drunker, but not many on a Sunday night. Uh, same girl, same, same. How have we gotten drunk? We just wine. wine. <laughs> and how weird does Shelby's boyfriend think we are? Very. Nah, he loves us. Oh. <laughs> he he loves us. He loves us. Wait, Did more. we ask him to be in our videos? Perhaps. Did Perhaps. he say no? Yes. Oh, but he did. He did do the. He did the do the arms lean. and the door frame, and sometime Ooh. we will convince him to do that on camera. Hell yeah, we will. My husband has also softly committed to giving me the book boyfriend activities in person, and we'll see. We'll see how we'll we see. can convince that. We oh, we can convince him. We're very convincing. <laughs> Y'all are ready. Buckle in. Buckle in. <laughs> we are drinking right now. Oh, wait, no. What book are we talking about? <laughs> All right, should we start from the beginning here? Let's start from the beginning. Here we over. go. Yep. We are talking about Ledge. Ledge. By Stacey McEwan. Stacey McEwan. Oh. Stacey, ah, ah, ah. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love this book. You're so funny. We were literally just telling our boyfriends about how we need to convince him to be a book boyfriend because of your TikToks. Yes. I've been following (laughs) you for years and your whole series about teaching your husband to be a book boyfriend. Oh my God. It's amazing. Inspirational. So definitely was a specific inspiration for picking up this book ledge. And I'm so glad I did because, okay, Shelby, you recommended this spoiler free rating. What was your spoiler free rating? Like just out of five stars, four Four and and a half stars. That's really fucking four and good. Half. I also gave it four and a half stars. Okay, if you had to give like a few thoughts, spoiler free. Dawson Zabar is living on the ledge. Yes. And that's all she knows. Yes. Every year we have these things called Galatians that come along and they take the humans. And Dawson is the first human to make it across the ledge alive. Yeah, well, it's not even just, like, 
I, I feel like it's not even just that, though, right? But the, I feel like getting further into that gets into spoilers, right? But she she is taken. I think She's that's taken. probably the most important part. She is taken. Taken. Although I think anybody who's read fantasy books could probably guess that she is special. She is special. <laughs> <laughs> As all humans that are taken are. Correct. I also <laughs> gave this book four and a half stars. And the <sighs> only reason it didn't get five... I love you, Stacy, but the spicy scenes did make me cringe ever so slightly. <laughs> it was. I, we'll I, get they into were, it. <laughs> there were some things about them that were nice, but uh, it it did read a little, a tiny bit awkward for me. Just a, just a little. It was a little bit too much of like trying to use phrasing from other popular spicy scenes in my mind. <laughs> and it just, yeah, I felt a little bit uncomfortable reading it enough that it like brought me out of the moment a little, I but totally I loved get it. everything else about the story, me which too. is part of why it still got four and a half I read stars. this book so fast. I feel like in the 24 last, a hundred percent same here in the last, like last night when I was finishing up and reading it, I was sitting there and I was like, Oh my God. Ah! <laughs> like I was like making these like audible noises. Yes. <laughs> Oh As you chink, I keep chink, clinking chink, my wine glass. Chink, chink, chink. What's that? That was actually pretty cool. Okay, if you can't tell by all of our other podcasts and videos, <laughs> this is we maybe the drunkest we've been so far. So. I think so too. We Cheers also to love that spicy book lovers. All right, ready? Oh my god, we love Excellent. a good wine clink. This is our oh, thing. Oh, we love a good wine clink. Ready, Jenna? <laughs> I'm ready, Shelby. <laughs> this is the most chaotic oh start to any episode God. we've had. I love it. I love it. It's a Sunday night. We're filming. We're, we're doing all the things. Ready? Okay, back uh, to Ledge. Back to Ledge. Fucking okay. love Ledge. Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. Do we have do we have nothing else spoiler-free we can say? No. We're, we're getting into all it. All right, babes. Nah. If you haven't read Ledge... Go Leave. and read it now, and Please then go come read it, though, back because you're gonna love it. And read this because you need to listen to this episode, but this also so good. you need to read this book. It's so good. It's so good. Arjuna, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. what was your favorite part of the book? Okay, I feel like I've said this before. I love, I love, love, love. It's like again, not exactly a trope, but the scenes where like he's carrying her when they're flying, and um, it's like they're like, oh, I'm trying to pretend like it can't be comfortable and settle into it, oh, but really, it God. just feels so nice. Fucking love, love. that. Love. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite scenes. Also, okay, have another, let me find it. I have another scene that was tabbed <laughs> and pink because that was my, like, love thing. Is that your thing. spicy? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no, not even spicy, just love thing. Um, and it was, uh, oh, gosh. i got to figure out where this was. Hold on, you can cut this part out. So just, just chill for a sec. It was some part after they've like kind of told each other their histories or and stuff, and he was like looking at her and just like noticing her, and he goes, and every second he knows he should stop, leave her be. He knows he he can't possibly let her go because she is his and he is hers. And I was like, Oh my god, ah! fucking breach! <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. I love that. So that and the part when 
he's like i mean there's multiple scenes where he's carrying her but i always love a scene when they're carrying her and they're flying and they're like she's trying to pretend like she doesn't like it but like in her mind she's doing the like oh it just feels so nice i feel so safe this feels so good and then she can look at the ground and she was like oh in the stars wait no oh my god i'm looking at all of the things and, and the i feel stars. safe yep 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 oh my god i totally, love that scene too totally reminding me of serpent and the wings Night. Absolutely. That scene. Yep. But better. But yes. better. I felt like this one was actually better. Yes. I loved it. Oh, oh I love that I scene. Love what that about you? Part. What were some of the scenes that you loved most? Okay. So one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scenes was at the very end of the book where they get pushed off of the ledge. <gasps> yes. Oh, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I knew something was going to happen clearly because they're like, They'd been pushed into that like magical inky magicy well. I pictured it like the the bathtub of Akatar. Ooh, that wasn't quite how I pictured it, but yeah, I could see that too. I mean, it it wasn't a bathtub, but like we didn't get a whole lot of information on like what the bathtub actually looked like. We probably didn't. That is so fun though to hear the difference of like it is really funny how different people picture this same item because like for whatever reason in this book I really pictured it as like think when you're in a really fancy courtyard and there's a fountain that has like water with like a, oh a, a small round pool in the middle that's like flat with the floor yes so I pictured it more like that like a small round pool flat on the floor yeah. versus an Akatar. I literally pictured it like and a giant black witch's cauldron like with little feetsies on it and, and shit. that's what I pictured it like but like level with the ground because they had to be pushed into it so it was like that but like level with the ground oh fuck yeah fuck yeah No, I love it I love it I love it so I thought it was so cheers (gasps) (laughs) 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 fuck yeah nobody saw anything you didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. We're not drunk. It's fine. That didn't happen. I don't have wine on my nose. <laughs> We're book. Oh my god! I remember when we tried to answer those uh, like bookish? I don't know. Wasn't bookish? Oh bad my god! Habits. And you spilled the wine on your book. Yeah, there was there was something we had um, answered. So I think it was. It gets good. Is that who did that? The, no, it was the seventy-three Vogue questions. No, there was a thing on Instagram that we did. Answered. Oh yes, it was. It gets good. It so was their like template that they had out. Yeah, if you yes. listen, to it gets good. It's another they're, really they're awesome, awesome bookish podcast. But um, they had a template that was talking about just like different things you've done while you were reading them. One of them was specifically <laughs> spill on a book, and this is now the second time that I have spilled on a book. So funny. While recording this podcast, <laughs> so I think it's an overall issue. <laughs> I have so many wine spills on my books. Excellent. It's well, I'm glad I'm not the one. Awesome. Okay, so <laughs> okay, anyway. Going back. Going back. Dawson the pool. is Push coming the pool. out of the pool slash bathtub like this. Of magic. And she's realized that she's taken the magic. And now, taken the magic. <laughs> and they get brought out to the ledge. And the talons in the shoulder blades and mm. they, they get pushed off of the ledge. Did you think 
Okay, in that moment, no. Did you 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 thought he was awake and he was no. being like good at hiding? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. But also, I was kind of curious because I was also like, hmm, he seems a little dead. <laughs> he seems a little dead <laughs> he inside. Seems a little dead. <laughs> so I was like, hold up, hold up. I couldn't tell. I thought there was no way. There was no way that in that moment. Well, especially. So I think I didn't necessarily expect that it was their plan to be captured. But then once she said, I was, oh, yeah. that was exactly what we wanted to happen. And I was like, oh, okay, this was supposed All to All right, girl, because, I guess. Because I did think about that earlier. There was a scene, like, much earlier. I'm not going to find where that top was. But there was, <laughs> there was a scene much earlier where um, when she's kind of being told about how the pool works. Mm-hmm. And they say, like, oh, you take the magic and, oh, it's, you know we think it's kind of like a conscious choice and that they kind of lull you into just accepting to give oh, away and your she's iskra like, or whatever. Oh, so you mean it's a trick. Right. Oh, so you mean I can work around it. Right. And so I definitely saw that like from the beginning, I had a feeling uh-huh. that was going to come back around. I did too. And so I was, I, I was hoping it would happen. Yeah. And so I didn't necessarily expect that she was going to get caught like that, but I did. As soon as they got caught, I was like, Oh, for sure. But I definitely <laughs> felt like they both, were faking it and yeah. saying that they that had like their lost plan. their soul and that that was their plan. Yeah. But I didn't necessarily understand what I thought their plan was from there. Agreed. So I was like, okay, well, what does getting thrown into the chasm help you? Right. Like, I think that was where <clears throat> I was a little lost. I was like, okay, how, how is this helping you get further? And that's why I think I had such like a gut reaction when they get thrown into the chasm. He seems like he's, out of it slash dead slash whatever. Right. Falling. 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 Falling just like limply. And then she's, he's screaming his name and he opens up his wings. Which, oh, so that was, that was my favorite part of the entire book. Oh, yes. Did you notice when he first opened his wings, how she said, oh, he's got a great wingspan, bigger than the others. (laughs) 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 We love a good wingspan. We know what wingspan <laughs> represents. We know what that means. <laughs> glad that his is bigger than the others. We are very glad. Also that he's confident enough that he can put his away without feeling like they always have to be out. Agreed. Oh, I cannot wait. I know I've talked about this before, and I hopefully I don't really think this is ruining anything, but I know I've talked about Ice Planet Barbarians. Oh my god, I still haven't read it. Before. <laughs> Did you like any of the cave scenes where they're like, having a cuddle is so close. Oh, for uh, yes. I fucking loved those scenes. Read Ice Planet Barbarians. But also, do you remember that I loved those scenes in The Serpent and the Wings of Night? Yes. I was like, yes. oh, oh man, that's what the spicy scenes were. Oh, fucking, oh my god. Shelby. Yeah. You Ice need to read Ice Planet Barbarians. I know. Okay, hear me <laughs> out. I understand that the no, name I read is going to throw you off. I understand. You hear Ice Planet Barbarians and, you're, and you look at those covers and you're Hold like, on. damn, this looks like a romance novel that my grandmother wants to read. But I swear <laughs> to God, not only is it a beautiful like love story. But it is also a really entertaining sci-fi story and a story of a woman that is leading a group of women (laughs) in a really tough situation. Like, it's a story of a good leader. Yes. And beyond that, there's a great 
cave scene that is really hot and I just the oh, same hell as yeah. Oh, so. hell yeah. But also, do you remember, so when I was doing my first Akatar <laughs> read, you were reading Ice Planet Barbarians, and you were Doesn't like... Doesn't surprise me. No, I remember it so distinctly. <laughs> I don't. Because I remember, like, I, I read a lot as a kid, but I did not read as a lot as an adult. And so I read Akatar, and I was like, damn, girl, what you got me reading? Yeah, I forced her into that. Hey, you brought me into a good life, damn girl. <laughs> <laughs> but i remember so i was doing actor you were doing ice planet barbarians and i was like i'm sorry what we would have these like sessions at the end of the week where we just sit on your couch and talk about our books and you would tell me about the ice planet barbarians <laughs> and i would be like what in the fuck knuckles okay but loki <laughs> as much as this story is none ice planet barbarians don't get mm-hmm. me wrong but the fact that the it is an icy scene. ledge mm. and that there is a love story between not the same people, it does a, a give different Ice Planet species. Barbarian vibes in the best possible way. Hell Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's the best possible way, but it does give Ice Planet Barbarian vibes, and I was for it <laughs> the whole time. Every time that say. there was a scene like that, I definitely could see the inspiration there, and I could not be more for it. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Janet, let's talk about what we're drinking. Because I specifically got this wine. A lot. Because of the book that we're reading. (laughs) We're drinking ice cold wine. Ice cold wine. For the ice cold ledge. (laughs) Wow. That was like some, was it the the ASMR? No, I want to hear that ice cold ledge. Wait. That's what I want to hear from you again. That tickles my brain. (laughs) So back to ledge. Oh, back to ledge. Sorry. Back to ledge. Okay. I have to say, okay, so let's go back to talking about spicy scenes. Oh, yeah. I would oh, say, yes. the pa- for me, the pacing of the spicy scenes, perfect. Yes. I thought Agreed. the slow-paced romance oh, coming slow up burn. through, like, you know, you get a little bit of a kiss, and then he pulls away, and then you get a I little bit that. more, and then he pulls away. Like, yes. that, I thought that pacing, excellent. Same. I do feel like the, I don't know if it was, like, the terminology or what, mm-hmm. like, the once we got to some real spicy scenes, I felt like it's like ever so slightly uncomfortable. But yeah. I really felt like the timing of them was really well done. Exactly. Like it's so so we were talking about it a little bit earlier and we were just like talking brief overview about the book because we haven't talked about it since we read it. But right. like we we're like, yeah, the spicy scenes, they were a little awkward. And it's like the timing, fantastic. But like there was something about it that was just like it wasn't forced. It wasn't weird what it wasn't really like like maybe he was holding back or maybe she was holding back because from some point of view it seemed like it was just like somebody doesn't want this as much as they say they do i think i love stacy i think you did a great job i think it was maybe we just love this book just like, a learning experience of how to write those scenes i think that's how i yeah, felt about I, it i, I could like, see that too yeah yeah, because honestly, from his perspective, when he was like, oh, my God, I've wanted this since the day that I met you, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, preach. Tell me you want me more. Yeah. But then it was like the anticipation was fantastic, and then the yeah. actual scene was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I think for me, the sometimes how I feel like authors describe a 
female climax, mm. I find a little like. Well, Okay, honestly, no. same though, because I feel like a lot of the times in books, they're like, she came like a waterfall. It was an explosion. I'm like, it's not okay. usually, not for me. It's it, I mean, not like, it can explosion. be. But that's not the only way. Exactly. It's like, there are other forms of pleasure where I feel like some books have done, like, really, really, really well mm-hmm. with, like, describing, like, all forms of pleasure. <gasps> like Amber Palmer. <laughs> I have. It's it's next. It's next on my list, I promise you. I promise. I'm sorry, I swear to God, you guys are probably sick of me talking about Amber Palmer. No, but I swear to God. Definitely not at all. I because I'm when like, I, I can't think, wait to fucking read this. When series. I think of well written spicy scenes, I'm telling you, I have never read better spicy scenes than I have with Amber Palmer. Get it, girl. <laughs> Get it, girl. Damn. Every time, I just, I just need you to know. If you need spicy Rex, Amber Palmer. Amber Palmer. Okay, but really, Amber, I love you. Oh my you. god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, now I really need to read this book. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I swear, I'm not normally this drunk for this. I know. I love it. This is so fun. So another book that I have read that it probably is like the most memorable for spicy scenes is Axif, A Court of Silver Flames. Classic. <sighs> Because it also, for, like, describes all forms of womanly pleasure. It's not just like, oh, he stuck his thing inside of her and she The exploded. thing went in the thing and the it's thing like, exploded. <laughs> no, there is so much else. Which, yeah. like, okay, the one thing that they did describe is, like, oh, he put his thumb on her. I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> I mean, we I'm are sure an adult-only podcast. We are an adult podcast. But, like, he put his thumb on her clit and then... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so weird to say so clinical. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I say. And so it like does talk about like clit stimulation, but that which I think is great because I feel like most women come by that. It's not just by penetration. So like, come on, let's get with the times. But like, I so I I really 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 enjoyed that there was that. But I felt like it was just short. I feel like women usually take a lot longer, especially if there's like other things that need to happen in there. So that's why I was like I. I <laughs> There's a lot of things I love about this book. That was mm-hmm. the only reason it wasn't a five. I think it would have been a five if I had liked how the spicy scenes were written just a little bit more. Yeah. And I also understand, I've got to imagine as a writer, those are like kind of hard scenes to write. Oh, absolutely. Like that's going to be kind of awkward or like awkward feeling to like write. A, like awkward like I was just saying it. Yeah. So I <laughs> I get that for sure. 100%. But, I, other than, but one thing I did really love about this book and their spicy scenes is the fact, and I think I said this about Amber Palmer's book too. <laughs> but, we are Amber but Palmer stands. But the thing that I said about other books that I've read is I love that our female main character comes in not as a blushing virgin. She okay, comes in and real. she has already had meaningful sexual experiences oh, with well, someone meaningful else. Meaningful as in like. Substantial, right? Well, substantial, yes. But I think that she was like, eh, we do it for fun. We do right. it because we need to get it out. Right. Like, not meaningful in an emotional way. As, like, a soulmate standpoint Right, or but meaningful in that there was full sexual experiences that she has acknowledged that, like, hey, this is a want and a need that's there, and this is a human body thing, and we will do what we need to like, to no take care of that. Like, no weirdness, no awkwardness, nothing. Right. Like, we are and, two people. Yes. And I just, I, I loved it. love, and I think that's one of the things, so 
somewhere in here, I remember her mentioning that she's 24. And I think that's part of it is I just, that's an adult age, right? Yes. Like we've talked yes. about YA versus adults. And I think sometimes that's why I do better with romance in it more adult age Mm -hmm. books because I really appreciate that her view towards sex and love and family is so different views which we relate to so much more and I feel like that's what makes a book so much more like popular I guess is like it's relatability and Mm. so for this one specifically like even though she lived on a ledge in the middle of fucking nowhere I felt so related to her Mm. and so I loved her as you said in the last podcast I rooted the fuck out of her Mm. I liked her what did you think of her as a main character I really liked her a lot I felt like she was a really nice balance of like a strong like a strong female character that you want to root for because you genuinely think she's stronger than others. But I think, so we've been talking about the Shattered Me series and we've talked about how Juliet, the main character in that book is like overly confident in a way that we don't feel like is backed up with her actual abilities or actions. And I feel like in this book, I really liked that Dawson was strong in a way that you could actually back up with her actions. And so I felt like you genuinely wanted to root for her in doing better, like in, in in improving the world. Like you really felt for her and you felt her compassion and her feelings for that. And it made me like her as a main character so much more than a lot of other books that I've read recently. 100%. And I feel like, like, giving this a little bit of a connection, not like plot wise or anything to Akatar, but like in the very first book, when you like get to know Feyre first, you know who she is, what she's gone through. You go through the same exact thing with Dawson. And I was like, so I know her before anybody else is introduced. You know, her daily life, you know what she's going through, you know what she's gone through. You see some of her experiences firsthand and then things happen. Yes. And I feel like Stacy does a really good job. I think we talked about this in when you were reading Mistborn too. Yes. That I feel like Stacy also did a really good job at introducing who Dawson is as a person really quickly with the world of the ledge and everything 100%. that's always going on. And so I felt like it took only 30 pages to understand who Dawson was as a person. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you either get a lot of world building or a lot of character building and not both. And I feel like Stacy did a really great job at strongly developing both pieces of it. So as like, as soon as, and I mean, I think it's probably clear because we've read fantasy before. Like it's clear Dawson's going to be picked up next. Right. Like we know that's coming. Well, it's, I read I actually read the synopsis before I read it. Wow, look at you. That's the first <laughs> you time. You guys, I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> but I do think that that It says she's going to be picked up next. Right. But I <laughs> I feel like we had enough like we genuinely had enough good background mm-hmm. before that happened we absolutely to make did. that significant and I think that's part of why this was a book that I couldn't put down. Um, like yeah. I read this From book the first so page. fast. Me I too. literally read this book in 24 hours. I read it so fast. My husband was sleeping on my lap and oh, I was she sent holding me Snapchat. the book so over funny. his face so that I could so keep funny. reading because I had to know 
what Dawson was doing. Next. It's so funny that you say that because my first note is what a fucking way to start the story <laughs> with the hands. And then I said, MC Dawson is fucking ruthless. She was. Did she, she remind you of Aria? Hesitate. No. No? She was her she was above Aria. Yeah. Because Aria was like from Start Mid and the Wings of Night. She was great. But I also felt like she had so much personal development that had to be done mm. that I felt like she had more growing to do before she could grow growing. into the place that she was. Right, where I felt like Dawson had done so much growing and realizing that her thoughts are her own and what she wants is going to be and this is who I am and this is how I feel that her actions never seemed to question. She's like, this is what I'm going to do. So, I don't know if you clocked this, but when the mage, is that what she Mm -hmm. is, is talking to Dawson. A witch, basically. Yeah, a witch. But she doesn't like that. Yes. Okay, I've got, I actually, this was the right um, spot here. And she goes, Baltiste, or you, says Baltiste simply, I can smell another mage a mile away, but you, I cannot decide what you are. (laughs) I also have that tapped. <laughs> what do you think she is? Um, okay, so I have a lot of questions coming out of this book. Um, and that is one of them. So we find out in this book that she is the princess. Yes, her grandmother was... father. Or her, so her grandmother... Her grandmother was... And her, was plucked with a whole village away but as a, like... her grandfather was the king. Sacrifice... Oh, was her grandfather the king? I yep. guess. And yeah, I, I mean, thought- I heard her grandmother was the princess was what I got. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? And then she's the princess of the princess. Okay, okay. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. 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 Because... Mm. Wait, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Because they were like, oh, the princess wouldn't go with, and we were so sad that she didn't, but we had to put her in the village. Yes. Yes. Her grandmother was the princess... Her great-grandfather was a king. Right. And so her grandmother basically sacrificed herself with the entire village that was going to be plucked to be on the ledge. And she never... She never talked about so the grandmother never talked about while she was on the ledge. She kept it completely silent, which... Okay, how fucked up did you think that was? Or did you think that was good? I don't know. I could kind of see that because as other people mentioned... What was it going to do? What was it going to change? They did. They did. You are up on the ledge. There is, it's like, it's not like she was going to get preferential treatment. It's not like there was anything that was worthy of noting at that point. You were just another human who was being put in a bad situation. Like what, what could have possibly come out of that that would have have been beneficial. But the only thing that I think is, I mean, clearly, was it Bartise? Is that what her name is? Mm -hmm. Um, thinks that she's not just human. So that's the only question I had is, yep. did grandma know that she's not just human? Well, is there something else? That, is she part mage? Like, I think we've talked enough about, you know, partial glacians that I don't feel like she's going to be not glacian. Like, right. But it one, makes me wonder, like, what else? Is there something else out there? Or is she part mage, maybe? Like, maybe there's some other, like, magical creatures that could be out there. Well, so here's the thing that caught my eye with that, that brought up these questions. 
Oh, it's thundering outside. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. It like I saw it lightning and then the thunder. Ooh. Um. So when she went into the Akatar bathtub, aka the pool of Iskra, she went into the pool of Iskra. She knew how to trick it, quote unquote, to like do what she wanted it to do, and then she had these magical powers afterwards. So I was like, she already had that to begin with. And now she's just figuring out how to use it. Mm-hmm. And so part of me thinks that she always had something inside of her. Because there is something to be said for, like, a main female character who is so strong like she is in her beliefs and in who she is as a person. And so I was like, does that come from a little bit of confidence that comes from magic? Mm. That's a good question. Could be. I guess... I felt like maybe she was more susceptible to the magic because of heritage. Yeah. But I didn't feel like she had magic. My my guess was she didn't have magic before coming there. Mm -hmm. But I do think that, I mean, you know, they talked part of why she was more able to accept the magic of the, the way that they talk about it, the way that she was more able to accept the magic was because she was aware that was coming and she knew the magic was going to try and convince her to let go and just relax basically into the pool. And you can see the fight, you know, in her mind of like, Oh, like this would just be so much easier. Like, let me just not deal with this anymore. Right. Like you can Mm. see her own internal struggle in, in her thoughts as she's doing it. So I don't think it's that it's necessarily like she was, I don't know. I don't know. But I I think maybe it made her more capable to get past that point. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, there has to be something because nobody in all of the years of the ledge, like even her grandmother, well, okay, her grandmother got thrown off, but like, or she threw herself off. But other people that have been like put into the pool, like nobody has had that capability. So I'm like, why her? I mean, that's true. Because I want to say, oh, well, she understood what was happening and had thought more deeply about what was happening. But they did say that there were other mixed breed. I don't even like remember how they call them. Yeah, the mixed glaciers that they had used before they started using the humans. Yeah, so before, so we learned that the half glaciers were being used to sacrifice mm. their Iskra before the humans were. So, nice. More wine. Squeak. More wide. Squeak. More wide. <laughs> so we find out that before the human queens, the two queens, which love a good queer representation, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. So mm-hmm. before the two queens had decided to sacrifice that village that then became the people on the ledge. Wow, that is the most satisfying wine pour sound. Do you want some or do you want to wait until yours is empty? Wait, wait, wait. Do it right in front. Right there. Damn! That was satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember last week when I I cracked my glass from putting an ice cube in it? She dropped an ice cube in the glass and it it cracked the bottom. It goes, no. It's like, mm, no. Nah, we're not going to You want to support Miss Willow's book club? Apparently we need wine glasses because we crack them. We'll put them on our Amazon. There you go. 
We'll do our. We should create an Amazon wish list on like what books we're going to read and see. Oh, if- yeah, then, then if there's a book that you want us to read, <gasps> look could, on our oh. Amazon wish list, send it to us, and we will mm-hmm. add it to the top of our hell reading yeah. list. That's a good idea. This one's good too. This one is Melanie. You mean kind of like honeydew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like from Miss Willa's book club journal? Miss Willa Collins. We love honeydew melon. <laughs> <laughs> she tastes like honeydew. <laughs> We got a lot to cut out of this episode. I don't think so. (laughs) Got a lot to sound regulate in this episode with my cackle. I'm cackling too. (laughs) It is also thundering and lightning outside, and I can see it. I love it. And then I hear it. Oh my god, this is what I've been waiting for. I'm like, if we could just get some cozy fall weather, that would be great. Right. I'm tired of this hundred degree weather in Denver. Yes. Thanks. Bye. I'll take I'll take the cold weather of the ledge right now mm. over that hundred. Okay, no, weather. for real though, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, um, we're both from Minnesota. Yes. I will never move back. No. It is like deathly cold, and honestly, when I was reading this, I was getting Game of Thrones slash Minnesota vibes. The North remembers. <sighs> Winter is coming. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, it's not even September yet. That is the vibes I got from this book, though. That is absolutely the vibes I got from this. Okay. No, Ice Planet Barbarians. Like, I'm going to go back to this. I'm telling you, Ice Planet Barbarians, (laughs) that was the vibes I got from this book. But, like, in the best possible way. Yes. I love it. I literally said, wow, the imagery reminds me of Game of Thrones. Old Viking gear, lots of animal use for their clothing. I was like, Mm. I freaking loved this. So, Okay. Next book is coming out in what, like three like, weeks? Like three weeks. I'm so pumped. I didn't even know that we were that close to the next release date, which thank God, because I cannot wait. Yeah. On that freaking cliffhanger. So what what do you think is gonna happen in the next week? So we talked about we think Dawson is clearly not Something just human. Else. I think she's at least part mage, is my guess. Mm-hmm. But except that that you know, Bartiz says, oh well. You don't smell like a mage, right? Like, you just, right. I don't know what you are. Maybe she's kind of like, <clears throat> if we think back to another uh, series that we've recently kind of covered that we talk about all the time, they are like new creatures that have now just like come out that weren't really there for like thousands and thousands of years, and now mm. they're these new creatures. Maybe she's something like that where like, oh, wow, we have history of this, but like we didn't. We didn't no. know it was going to come sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like a phoenix or something. Yeah, like something that's kind of coming out of the blue. But yeah, that has, like, magical powers or something. Yeah, um, I feel like it's not going to be mage, and mm-mm. it's not... I don't think she's going to be part mage, mm-mm. and I don't think she's going to be part glacian. I think it's going to be something, something else. else. Agreed. But what, Agreed. what else do you think? So now the king has disappeared but clearly not died. He clearly... And if we don't see a body, they're not dead. Yes, if we don't see a body, they're not dead. Yes. So. <laughs> so we don't think he's done, but they're kind of taking over, like, the power here. Well, what do you think's next steps there? Um, how crazy was it that the queen bitch was like, yeah, 
I'm the mastermind behind all of this. Ryan, you were supposed to fucking kill her. Did you see that um, coming? No. I totally see saw that the um, human queens were going to be, like, Villains. maybe bad. Yes. But, but like, that? Like, didn't, betrayal? But also that Ryan, like, literally his throat was cut at the end. Like, clearly he's going to get saved in some way. There's no way he's going to be dead. Honestly, that's what my last prediction says, too, is, like, he can't die. There's no way he can no. die. What the fuck? He's not dead. Come on. He's not dead. He's not. He, he's, and I went on and on in my notes. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's, he's not, not dead. dead. He's not dead. He's, he's not, not dead. dead. Stacey, he's not dead. He's not dead. If you kill him, him, we die. will kill you. We will be so <laughs> sad. Oh, my God. I, I have to read Chasm just to make sure Ryan's not dead. There's no way he's dead. He can't be dead. He can't be dead. He, he can't, can't be, be dead. dead. He can't be dead. Right. Please tell us. <laughs> but also, she's been, like, interacting with us on Instagram. So, like, please tell read, us he's not dead. Please tell us. We will read it in so few hours. Please. I'll read it in four hours. <laughs> let us know. Just let us confirm that he's not dead. He can't be dead. Please. Give us an arc. I love Ryan. I need to know right now. Like this second, like tomorrow today. This this book was so addicting though. But I I, so so I feel the same way. I think okay, I don't think he's dead, but I He has to be saved in some way. But now so I guess Dawson must be kind of captured by the human queen. She's putting us out. So what do you think, like beginning of chasm, what do you think is gonna happen to (laughs) Dawson and everybody? What's your guess? I like this. Okay, so I think that look at me getting predictions. <laughs> look at you oh predictions. I'm coming up in the world, you guys. She doesn't do come. predictions. Not at all. But in this one, I specifically like what is going to happen. Yes. So she is put in a cell, right? And at the very end, the magic goes, let me out. Let me help. And I was like, oh. okay, so I think in the next book, what's it's going to start with her in the cell, and it's going to be her trying to get used to this, like, new magic that she's got. Yes. And so it's going to be like, let me help, let me do this. And so she's going to be, like, welcoming it in. Prediction, I think the magic is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. I think the magic is either going to be, like, working the way of the kings, or I'm sorry, the king of Glacia. And it's going to be, like, working, like, what he wants to do. And so she's going to have to work against the magic, even though it's keeping her alive. Or I think that she's just going to, like, disregard the magic and she's just going to try to get out on her own. Remind me, you haven't read Daughter of No Worlds yet, right? No, I haven't, but it's on my TBR. Noted. You have read, have you read that I whole have, have you read that whole series? Phenomenal. <gasps> Wait. You've read that whole series? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, honestly, this is kind of like the reaction that I have that I had when you said, Have you read Ravenhood? And I said, I'm reading Flog right now, and you're like <gasps> Get a bo- box of tissues ready. Nothing's changed. I haven't started the second one yet. Because I hope you're ready. <laughs> now, daughter I, no worlds also has got some pretty <laughs> impactful like emotional moments but it is a very in my mind feels like a very epic story it's really? like like it's like, like really, Glass epic kind of yeah like <gasps> it, it has it's then, three right yes it's a trilogy which i think duology trilogy oh excellent love, length love, like i just love, think it's love. such a good length for a story to wrap up 
but four in the sense of Akatar, nine in the sense of Throne of Glass. But if you have a wrapped up series to just binge, I love it. Yeah. Wait, have you read the novella between Serpent in the Wings of Night and the Ashes in the Starker's King? No, I kind of forgot there was one, to be honest. I did, too. Apparently, it's, like, the novella Good. between, like, the married couple in the middle. I don't remember their names. Remember, oh, they were, oh, like, part of his, like, crew. The ones that you don't know if you can trust, uh-huh. but then you yeah. can. That mm-hmm. one. Hmm. It's about them. But then, there are two more duologies coming out. So, there's six books total in the Crowns of Nyaxia. Do you know who they're for? Nope. We know there's the House of Shadows, so it might be Mish. Oh, fuck yeah. And, oh, goddamn, I would love a book on her. But then it's the House of Blood, which is... Who? People were just... So I was listening to some podcasts earlier, and they were saying that, like, the House of Shadows, they're hoping it's not Septimus. There's no way. I hope so too. I, like I don't. I don't want another book. Who was the um, like prince that Mish had the bad experience with? The House of Shadows. That's. I'm like. I wonder if maybe it'd be him in a redemption story. He died. She killed him. Did she? Yep. Oh yeah. Never mind. Slash his throat. Never mind. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Damn girl. Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. All right. Do we got what any th- thoughts do we have on Ledge? Yes. Other than, damn, this book was so good. Okay. Do we have any more? Um, Who would you suggest this book to? I think I would suggest Ledge to anybody. I know you said this before. Kind of anybody who loves Throne of Glass, though. Mm, I mm, think that's mm, the mm, right mm, vibe. Like. Mm-hmm. This is a tiny bit spicier than Throne of Glass, right? Like, we we're, we're definitely yes. have a, a couple yes. more spicy scenes, but I think in the same way that Throne of Glass really is a great, like, epic fantasy, but in a mm-hmm. maybe, like, lower... I don't want to say lower pressure fantasy, but, like, an easier-to-absorb fantasy environment. Yes! I think that this book, like, Ledge really does a good job at being easy to digest in that way and i think that that's really great so if there's people who really love that like na like new adult Mm -hmm. fantasy romance as a strong subplot book i loved how easy this was to get into it was really it's just like i thought fourth wing was a really easy entry to fantasy into it's not too off from our human realm yeah yeah and i think that ledge was the same as fourth wing and that it was a really easy entry to fantasy hell yeah so i love I, that i think that people who loved fourth wing would love ledge even though it's a different type of a fantasy yes it's not it's not fourth wing it's a different type of fantasy but if you like the world building in fourth wing you will love this book it was so easy to get into right like it's not dragons no. it's not that type of fantasy and it's not like school trials kind of things in the same way mm-hmm. but it i think it is the same in that even though it is fantasy it feels easy to accept like the magic yeah. feels reasonable absolutely if that makes sense and i loved how relatable that this story was 
Because in all of the points that they would mention on, like, how she's feeling and what she's doing and everything, I was like, wow, these are very reasonable things for how I would feel, especially as a 24, 25-year-old, even as a 29, almost 30-year-old. I was like, damn, girl, you confirm your own views. Do you think her sister's still alive? Um, The one who got taken by the Galatians? Yeah, Mara, isn't that mm. what her name was? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do question it because she hasn't seen her. She hasn't seen her. But. And she hasn't heard that when she went into the Iskra, she completely disappeared. So maybe, I hope so. Cause I feel like when we went into this, Dawson just lost everything, everything and everybody. And so it was really sad. It was a really sad beginning to the story. And when she was taken, I honestly was just, like, hopeful that she would have, like, a better life. Um, so I was just, like, hoping that she would hopefully, like, have something else out there. But, I mean, we'll see. Now she finally has, like, the found family. And, how, okay, how found family, right? How did you like Salem and Ezra? Love, 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 love. love. They were like people I would want to hang out with at the bar. You've been reading Mistborn, right? Yes, yes. How much of the crew have you met from Mistborn yet? I feel like I've met all of them. Did that family not remind um, you of the Mistborn family a yes. thousand percent? Especially because I feel like Stacy did a phenomenal job of like... You come into the bar, eh? There's a hey, yes. girl. <laughs> Ezra, I like. I feel like I don't want to ruin anything, so I'm, yeah. I like won't use They're specific things. But so Eskra in particular really reminded me of a specific character in Mistborn, and I I'm assuming you've met them, but I don't know, so I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. But there's like a specific character in Mistborn that he like really reminds me of in the like kind of cockiness and like almost uses cockiness to ride over the insecurity or yeah. the nervousness about a situation and I loved it. I love it, it I so loved much. that family. Oh my gosh, I love it so yes. much. Bringing up another thing, what do you feel about nicknames? I know that you hate nicknames, but I love nicknames. Oh, I love them. I loved the nickname she was giving him. She gave him half breed. She gave him hybrid. Hybrid. She kept calling him hybrid. She kept calling him. He hybrid. calls her girl. I didn't really like girl. <laughs> okay, that's what I was literally just gonna ask you. Like, okay, what did you think of him calling her girl? Yeah, I didn't really love a girl. I hated it. I hated it. To me, it was like a dad being like, "What are you doing, girl? Okay, girl, go do this." And I was like, "Ew." See, even grosser than dad. I got stepdad vibes. Oh. Like, oh, girl, what are you doing? Ew. And, I got and really okay, gross it, stepdad vibes. It happened oh over and over, over and over until the end of the book. And I was like, ew, stop, stop. Even stop. after they were together, and then yeah. he like, continues to call her girl. And I know they kind of try to play it off as funny. That was one thing. Like I said, one thing I was not a fan of. Did not like. Did not like. Yeah. That I thought that was gross, especially in their spicy scenes when there's like any involvement of the word. Girl. Maybe that's why it turned us off. Did not like. 
that. Maybe that's why our spicy scenes were a little off because in every single spicy scene, he said, oh, do you like that girl? Ew. No, girl, I don't like that. Ew, boy. Yeah. Maybe it's that one word. (laughs) One word can turn it all off. (gasps) What do you think, girl? Ew. No. No. Do you want some of that girl? Ew! What? (laughs) Stop! (laughs) What? You don't like a piece of that girl? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you want some of that girl? It wasn't all seductive like you did it. It was like, you want that dick, girl? You want that dick, girl? Girl! You want that dick, No! It wasn't like that. It was like, you can take that, girl. (laughs) And it was like the ew word of the girl. It was like, girl. Like, do you remember as we used to do with kids where it was like, girl, girl, in your hand? That's how I pictured it. Girl, girl. Ew, 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 gross, gross. You could take that word out of the entire book and this would be a 10 out of 5. Yes. (laughs) All right, Jenna, what other thoughts do you have on Ledge? I know, I'm trying to think of what else. I feel like I had more thoughts that I thought of things that were going to happen, but now I'm... Like predictions? Yeah, like predictions, but I'm forgetting. Oh, what do you think is going to happen when the rest of um, Tara... Tersa? It's just T-E-R-R... Oh, there's Tersa. Tersa. I told you, I don't know how to... Okay, I can I, okay. read, but I can't talk. Hi, friends. I'm a pharmacist. Um, Hi, friends. I'm an engineer, and I can read words in my mind, but they don't sound the same out loud. <laughs> Hi, friends. I have to read doctor's writing in order to know what the actual medication is, and I have to know how to say all of the fucking weird words are. Yeah, Shelby's better at this than I am. I am, and but I've always been good at like spelling bees and all that. I was in spelling bees from middle schooler. Just because I can spell it, don't mean I can say it. <laughs> I know how to spell it, and I'm really good at saying it too. Yeah, so you're better than you. Okay, so you guys Tersa. can give me Tersa, 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 Tersa. Although I fucked up rice and. <laughs> And she was like, no, 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 no. Reese. Reese. And I said, no, I will still say rice. Well, she's wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. SGM said I'm wrong. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Tersa. Tersa. So, Tersa was spared the assault of the Galatians 50 years ago, right? That's what Dawson has figured out through this experience with the Queens. So, what do you think is going to happen when the rest of the community of Tersa realizes that the queens sacrificed regular people to go there? they already knew. No, no, no. But, I mean, did they know all of it, though? They They knew knew all of it. Yes, because when she was walking through the town center, they were, as soon as they knew who she was, they were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But... Here's my prediction leading on to that. Um, 
leading on to that prediction, I think that what is going to happen since they were like already noticing who she was and they were like, oh shit, head down. They, everybody knew, but they realized she's different than them. There is something else to her. I'm different. Yeah. I'm I'm different. different. I'm different. (laughs) I'm different. Sorry. That was my song that was my song in college so thanks for bringing that back up Sorry about that. <laughs> um but i really do think that like since something is different about her and everybody else knows it but her because ultimate betrayal by everybody in the entire book everybody knows there is something different to her and so everybody's like cowering and everybody's like Oh my god, we we cannot, we cannot like shielding their eyes. So I'm like, what is it that everybody knows that you don't know? There's still more to come to learn about Dawson, right? Like I think there's something more about her grandma that we don't know yet mm-hmm. that then impacts For sure. who Dawson is as a person because there's no way her grandma was just a regular ass meek human princess. No, like there's her no grandma way. had something else to her, and I think that that's why she stood up was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna make we're this gonna, happen yeah you and i'm gonna be a strong-willed woman and i think in the next book dawson's gonna be able to convince more of the hybrids or mixed breeds or whatever they want to call them oh yeah to pick up some of the humans from the lodge but oh. i do think it's gonna be like like i don't think they're gonna be appreciative of it i think there's gonna I think be, they're gonna be tension. Absolutely. And so the original reason that Dawson went to the Queens to ask for help to bring the people from the ledge back is because she doesn't think that she'll be believed. Well, Jenna, do we have any other thoughts? I think this kind of Only that ledge, this book, consumed my life the last 24 hours. Go read this book. If you have not read this book yet... You need to read this before Chasm comes out in a couple Please. weeks. Because it comes out in, like, middle of September. Middle of September. Not that far. You have to read this book. Also, we love Stacey. We love I want to read this book early. Let me know. Please send us a box. <laughs> we have to read it. We have to know what happens. We have to know what happens right now. Right now. I need to know what happens to Dawson. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, Amazing. Mitch. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it, it spicy, book lovers! lovers.